Can I just put it like wherever I feel comfortable? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As long as like, as long as you hear yourself, good. Like right there. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, bro. What you what you been up to today? So today, bro, I pretty much uh, just went to the gym. Honestly, yeah. been to the gym. I worked. You go to Get Fit, right? I go to Get Fit and uh, Flex Gym. Flex. Where's Flex at? Uh, right down Lumberland. Lumberland. Yeah. So they're pretty much less than a mile radius, both of oh, them. Shit. Dope, dope. How'd you start going? Because uh, I go to Get Fit too, actually. Um, probably started like two months ago. How'd you? Mm-hmm. When'd you start going there? So pretty much, I did the. I did an episode with uh, Justin. Justin. And he invited me to be part of the ambassador team. Ambassador team. Yeah. So pretty much, just we talked about it. What he wants from me. What what I want from the gym, and we worked out a few things. You know. Yeah, that's sick, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. And are you like full time? So, should get a little introduction. Uh, yeah. This is Alex. Alex on Instagram. You go by Alex Majestic. Yeah, Alex Majestic. Alex Majestic. What's your last name? Lara. Lara. Alex Lara. This is episode twenty-two of the most vulnerable player. And uh, it's a pleasure to have you, man. You you have your own uh, platform in vi- the vibe. Now it used to be now one vibes, right? Mm-hmm. And then now it's just vibes podcast. Correct. And uh, yeah, man. I mean, you you say you've been doing it for about like a year and a year yeah. four months now. About a year and a half now. Yeah. So pretty much it started in June from twenty twenty one. So yeah, pretty much a year and a half. Yeah, sick, sick, sick. Um, so you do the podcast, and then I also see uh, like you do public interviews and stuff with uh, I mean, just locals here in El Paso, right? Correct. Like, um how do you how'd you kind of get started doing that bro it was one of those weird nights when you just go out mm-hmm. and i feel like me and my camera guy uh, clutch we had two phones mm-hmm. so it's two phones right there's a camera there's a mic so we said why not just do interviews bro you know yeah like we're, we're talkative we're, we're we're you know we're clowns so why not just interview yeah. people about how they feel was it just more for like like fun just so you guys can see like what what you get out of it or what what would that come from like the, the first episode well, the first ones we actually did, it was just for fun, you know? Yeah. But once we saw the interactions were pretty good, yeah. we're like, we got we got to make a, an episode out of this. So yeah. we just stay consistent doing it. You think it was, like, what were those f- first questions you were asking? Do you remember? Yeah, obviously, though, the basic ones, yeah. like, who's more toxic? Oh, okay. You yeah. know, who's a red flag? Yeah. Stuff like that. What do, you, what do you think about, is about, like, when you do those interviews that um, kind of get people, like, honestly, because you asked, like, really, like... Um, I would say like pretty really good questions really questions that are gonna like incite people to like uh just give you a good reaction right mm-hmm. um but what have you kind of uh learned through asking those questions about like people <clears throat> well i learned that people get triggered pretty fast yeah obviously you know when they're under the influence it's pretty easy to just be blown with them or criticize them in a way in yeah. a fun way you know yeah. if i just go up to someone and be like hey you're not good you're, you look ugly you know that, that i'm gonna get a negative interaction so pretty yeah. much you got to learn how to play with them how to, how to yeah. have fun with them and humans us as humans is it's it's pretty easy to interact with yeah for sure my father i got uh <laughs> i got my family downstairs and shit bro yeah no worries um yeah we we're doing tamales or like i didn't even know my mom was doing tamales all day but uh still making it work but this is actually the first time that shit happens bro but no worries bro. Yeah. mexican families it's, right it's, i feel special bro <laughs> i'm gonna give you some tamales by the way bro i, 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 I love tamales man <laughs> which one's your favorite though uh bro I, i'm a. uh it's because i like the honestly both bro but I, I like a green chicken one like the okay the, the verdes with like some chicken in there okay. uh how about you uh, i like rojo, Reza bro, rojo. Yeah, yeah i mean there's still there's still fuck the dulce ones bro I, do you yeah like who, who the fuck eats that you know <laughs> but uh now nah, that's super interesting bro do you uh do you feel like the because I, I guess when i watch it i think it's very i think it's hilarious mm-hmm. I, I like some i guess some people may take it a little bit 
like too serious like they don't know when you're joking in a way sometimes do you feel like that's a pattern you see with a lot of people that like interact with your content yeah usually it has happened where i'm about to interview people especially women yeah and uh they're like no you you uh, you always talk shit on women and and i really don't yeah you know it's usually it's only a a type of women that I interview sometimes and, and they always give the same interactions. Yeah. You know which ones. I, yeah. I don't know if you want me to be very blunt or not. Bro, you can just be yourself. Well, it, it's bro. always the typical women that go out every single bar, you know? They're always out there, you know? They're, they're on Madhouse. They're on every single different <laughs> pr- promoter out there. Yeah, yeah, And And it's easy, bro. It's easy to interview them because mm-hmm. you, I know exactly what to ask them. They're yeah. always out there. They're always like... Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're marketing themselves or they just like the free drinks, but yeah. it's it's yeah. just easy though. Yeah, not for sure. Yeah, I think I think a lot of it's like like I said, it's really funny. And what I respect about it, because honestly, I, I don't think I could go out there and do that. Because, like I said, bro, you you are very bold in the fact where you at, you're definitely not afraid to ask those questions. Um, like I said, I was just asking you earlier, like where where do you think that comes from? Have you just always been like very upfront with people? Yeah, man, I always yeah. been very, very open and blunt to people like that. I just, well, why not be honest, you know? Yeah. Why not be honest and make it funny at the same time? Yeah. I always I always said that there's no comedy without tragedy. How do you say tragedy? Tra- tragedy, yeah. Tra- tra- yeah. No, I, I've heard that. Yeah, the heard shots it. got me, but <laughs> there's no comedy without tragedy. There you go. There you go. So, you know, there's there's bad things that happen in my life and, and bad trauma. And then, you know, sometimes in the interviews, I make it, I make it a joke, you know? Yeah, just, for sure. And so, like, yeah, I'm mean, getting into that. What was, I mean, you grew up here in El Paso, right? Correct. Uh, so, what was your upbringing like, bro? Like, where you, you grew up on the east side, <clears throat> I, would, I would assume. And So, yeah. I, I grew up in, in Horizon. I was a Horizon kid mm-hmm. before. Before the Edgars. <laughs> before the Edgars, before they had a Walmart, before everything, bro. Yeah. They, there was only a Vista. Yeah. And I grew up like a normal kid, you know, playing outside. Uh, I had no phone, no tablet, no computer. It was just fun and games. So, yeah. maybe that's why I'm very open, I can very social, because since I was a little kid, I was social, you yeah. know. I was never stuck on a phone on TikTok, like, yeah. stuff like that. So, how old are you? How old are you? 28 28 so yeah i think like you guys like i were the last because i'm a little i'm 23 but when i went to when i was probably like 12 13 is when like basically instagram everything came out so even though i didn't have like it it was definitely a developmental stage in my life when that shit came into like the social media so i kind of grew up with that but with you i guess it was the cutoff where like you guys still had a life and you guys still remember life without all that social media bro um so you kind of maybe you were socialized that's why it's so easier for you to like just talk to yeah, people right we, we were definitely the last generation of we didn't need it social media and mm-hmm. we were joining the social media yeah. like I, I know myspace i don't even remember myspace yeah i remember i just i yeah. never had myspace hotmail like messenger myspace uh what was that moco space all these weird things that, that were out there before and i grew up without that you know mm-hmm and i grew up with instagram was barely like coming up and stuff and it's very different for now mm-hmm. very very different yeah and uh so did you do you have any siblings any uh i have yeah. a an older brother and a older younger brother. sister are you guys close uh sort of sort you know of. for yeah. what for what it is you know yeah family gatherings and stuff yeah, for sure what would you do uh growing up played a lot of soccer baseball and getting a little bit older older i started uh Playing video games here and there, video games. but pretty much a, a normal childhood. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So, would you what would you do before like <clears throat> like the what do you do before the podcast and before um, basically every, everything you're doing now? Well, see, that's a good question because I, I was actually on 2020 around 2020 when COVID was going on. I I kind of hit the point in my life where 
what am I doing? You know, I'm just working a nine to five. I'm not doing anything with myself. I'm going home and just play video games or I'm just going home and, and do nothing, you know? Yeah, what were you, what, what were you working at, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, uh, trucking. Trucking? Yeah, so I, I kind of felt like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I've been doing this for a few years. Like, is there anything else in my life? I mm-hmm. feel like I was a no one, yeah. you know? And so from when COVID was going on, I started reading a lot more. I started watching podcasts. I started watching motivational videos. And uh, it kind of flipped a switch in me where I was like, I need to do something else yeah. that makes me ma- makes me enjoy every day, you know? Yeah. I got to look up and look up like into something in life that it's going to motivate me and make, give me discipline to to have fun. Yeah. And so what do you think that came from though? Like when you were doing the trucking job and doing all that stuff, like you just kind of felt like you weren't like living up to what you think you could basically? Like Correct. If, I feel like I was just working to pay bills, you know, mm. working in survival mode. Yeah. And it's, it's not fun, bro. You know, if you're doing a job that you hate for years and, and, and you wake up every single morning just hating yourself, it's not a good feeling. And I feel like a lot of men go through that, especially no. right now, you know. No. You got families and, and a lot of these men didn't achieve any goals because now they got families to, to provide for. Yeah. And I'm at that stage in my life where I'm like, yeah, I mean. I'm at a job where I might hate to, to this day, mm-hmm. but I'm doing things on the side that I love. Yeah. And that's going to, you know, that's going to help me out one day doing the things that I love. And I'm going to push aside the, this job that I hate. Yeah. Because this thing's going to glow up. So you're still working. Uh, so basically like the vibes podcast and all the, it's uh, it's on the side right now. It's not fully. Um, it, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it's not full, but I've made time, bro. Like yeah. I, I sleep for 43 hours a day yeah. sometimes. Where I'm just working and working. Yeah, you get up like you you get up early, bro. That's what I want to Wake up at four in the morning, bro. Yeah, I'm up at four in the morning. Go to sleep at like midnight. Yeah. Was did you have anybody like growing up that kind of showed you, like kind of instilled that? Because I mean, you said for a while you didn't have that, but I'm just curious, bro. How like from one was it from one day to the next, or it was a it was like a because a lot of people are struggling, bro. Like a lot of especially men, um, they feel like I know a lot of like my friends, um they they're not like they're not really fully content with their life right now um but they want to do they know they want to do something better but it's just like it's that resistance and i know like i I think a lot of people just feel lost so like was it a work in like over time for you or was it one day we're just like all right i just got to get this shit like yeah definitely the second option it mm -hmm. was one day that i i woke up and i was like i'm not enjoying anything that i'm doing at the moment like Mm -hmm. at all i'm an unhappy person it's affecting my relationships and family and and partner relationships so you you saw it when you were like interacting with other people and just talking like you were just unhappy yeah Yeah. i was i wasn't happy i was i was i was just a typical person that works Mm -hmm. goes home wakes for the weekend goes drink feels Mm -hmm. drunk it feels amazing it's just temporary happiness yeah and then go back home Sunday, go back to work on Monday, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like that's not a life that mm-hmm. I would want to live. Yeah. There's people that are very comfortable and they're happy. Props to them. Yeah. But it's not something that I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, I, I there's certain people in the world that feel like they got more than just that. Mm-hmm. Like you got a podcast. Mm-hmm. If it didn't feel like maybe, I don't know, let's just say you could work at Walmart. It doesn't feel right to just work at Walmart and yeah. go home, right? I mean, yeah, like I, I mean, so right now I, I work on the side. I work, thankfully, like I, I still do something i kind of love as a job on the side so my, my family owns a bar it's called um it's it's a patio bar and a food truck park i've been there bro yeah you've been it's, there? it's amazing yeah i like been it there. been Sick, there twice bro. actually one of the food trucks i know the lady she's one of the birria tacos oh shit like far left i don't know the far name left. Yeah. uh maybe it's i don't know there's two birria i think it's los traviesos and 
um, triple count. I know all those. I think it's Alan. Triple count. Yeah, I know her. So yeah, I went for her, and it's it, shout out, bro. That's a really nice place. I like uh, it. I, I like it a lot, it, bro. Yeah, we uh, so that opened maybe like what, like four months ago, mm-hmm. four or five months ago, and uh, yeah, we just try to bring something. It's on the northeast, so there's not much on the northeast, which is mm-hmm. good. So, but also just something like uh, a little bit different, bro. Like uh, just a more chill vibe. Uh, I mean, obviously you can still drink, um, but it's it's definitely more of a laid back vibe. Uh, but like I said, so I do all like the social media, all the videos for for the Instagram and everything. Um, so that's still what I do on the side. But back to your your point, I've definitely worked jobs like serving, and like uh, just other jobs were at times like it was cool. But at the same time, I would go into work, bro, and like I would just would have negative energy, and like I would just kind of. I would feel myself like just kind of irritated for no reason and like knowing that's not who I am. And I hated that about myself that I could just go into this job and just like kind of feed that energy. And I like, I just knew just from that, I was just like, like I cannot, I need to be doing something where like, first of all, I can just be myself. Second, like I'm not where I'm my best, best self, you know, just giving out positive energy and I'm not just angry, irritated all the time. Cause I mean, let's face it, bro. There's a lot of people that go into their jobs that are just like, I mean, I know a lot of people that are just like upset all the time and just angry and they're just like, so I, but I just try to do put instill things in my life that I could to kind of get me out of that position. So correct. Yeah, bro. Um, I, I, I've started, uh, for a few months now, I started something that's called the hundred, the, the rule of 100. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about it. No, I haven't. It's pretty much a hundred hours a year. Yeah. 18 minutes a day. Okay. If you could put 18 minutes a day for something that you like, that you love or enjoy, let's say it could be piano lessons, Taekwondo, a, a podcast, editing, like f- photography, just 18 minutes a day is going to make you a way better person than 95% of people in the world wow. at the end of the year. Just 18. 18 minutes. W- w- what can happen in 18 minutes? You could be out in the bar, you know, getting drunk, buying shots. You could be a, l- a low-value man and be touching yourself, watching corn, you know, <laughs> online. It's, it's like, it, it's, it's just 18 minutes. And put those 18 minutes as, like, for something good in your life, bro. Trust yeah. me. If you if you if you, li- if you practice piano lessons for eighteen minutes a day, how good are you gonna be at the end of the year? I mean, definitely. That uh, what's the what's the hours overtime? Oh, hundred hours yeah. of the year. A hundred hours better than you were there fucking you before. You know, and that's something a lot of people don't do. Is just ah, oh, I don't want to. Like, how many times have you heard about? Damn, I want to get into like boxing, but like I don't know. It's just like yeah, just do it, man. Yeah. You know, do something that's gonna make you a way better man at the end of the year. Not just a man, but you know, just a person in general. Just speaking for myself, you yeah. know, like I've been practicing boxing yeah. and I want to be a good boxer, not yeah. to compete, but to be a better person, to know how sure. to defend myself, you know, to know how to punch someone. Mm. You never know when it's going to work. Yeah. You know? One thing I noticed about, I mean, just on, off on the side, like for sure, self-defense, that provides you uh, like a lot of confidence that people don't realize. It's, it's not just to like fuck somebody up. It's really just like you want to feel comfortable in yourself to be able to like handle a situation whenever you knew. Correct. You need to, right? Like especially when you're dating. If your woman knows that you know how to, you know how to defend yourself, she's gonna feel a lot more safe around you. You know. Yeah. If you're just a guy that, that unfortunately in El Paso, you know, you're, you're a guy that just has a gun and you're gonna try to flex and defend your girl like that. Yeah. Well, you know where that puts you, but. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I feel like every man should definitely know how to defend themselves and and learn either boxing, UFC, Taekwondo, whatever it is. But yeah. One of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, and through like, uh, so that discipline that you said from like one day to the next, it was just like, boom, you started going to the gym like consistently from, from one day. To, what, what year would you say? Was this like 2020 or 2021? 
it was it was the end of 2020 to like the start of 2021 where I decided to I got to do something with my life. And yeah. That's and where would you start? What what do you think you started with? I think it was a gym, 100% the gym. the gym. I feel like the gym made me have a more clear mind of of what I wanted to do, you know? I could see the difference, bro. If if I don't gym, even for a whole week, I start feeling depressed, sad, yeah. I start overthinking, I start hitting myself. I, you know, your your bad tendencies start coming back. Yeah. You know, but once you get that rhythm and start working out again, you get a more clear mind. You feel more good. How do you feel before a workout? Like shit. Oh, bro, there's times where I'm sitting in the fucking parking lot. And like, just like shit, Fuck, bro. Like, and then I'm, you finish, and then what? Nah, you you're ready to fucking. Amazing. Do you feel like you want to do whatever, yeah. you know? And and that's what happened with with the gym with me. It was just like, I got to get more consistent to the gym, and that's gonna help me out to do other things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll even on my podcast, bro. I would get out of work and be like. Ah, uh, should I just skip the gym and just go straight to the podcast? Mm-hmm. But I had a way better episodes when yeah, after work I went to the gym mm-hmm. and then did the podcast. Yeah, because I just felt way better. I feel yeah. good about myself. I feel like I accomplished something. I don't feel like I'm just lazy and mm-hmm. and, and a bad person. Yeah, especially with, like one thing I notice is if you if you make promises to yourself like oh I'm gonna do this I'm gonna go to the gym and then you fucking don't do it like it you in whatever it is like in your self-conscious like you you feel that bro like it just stacks up over time and like you start feeling like it's just that negative like i said it's just that negativity and like you just your self-esteem just goes down your confidence is everything because you're just not keeping your word to yourself like and you feel that bro and so it's like that's why i i think i've gotten to the point thankfully where like i said it's kind of it's it's weird if i don't it's something must have happened throughout the day if i did not hit the gym because like it's just i don't feel right if I don't hit the gym. So it's like almost like a, like, nah, I got to, even if it's just like 30 minute workout, some of those times it's just like get in, get out. But at least I know like I made time for, for it a little bit, you know, it can even, it doesn't even have to be the gym, bro. You can go for a walk outside, you know, a little jog, take your dog for a walk. Just keep yourself active. Like physically, that's going to help you out a lot. A lot of people would, I'm gonna get hate, but a lot of people with depression, all they need is just to work on themselves, bro, physically, yeah, you know? For sure. I know people that have been feeling sad and like shit, and your girlfriend <laughs> broke up with you, and, and you feel like the, the end of the world. Go to the gym for like a whole month. Yeah. Let's see if you don't feel better after you start seeing like some big biceps, triceps, a big chest, a six pack. Yeah. That's gonna change literally how you think, bro. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, have you experienced like those? Like mental health, uh, like if you had problems with mental health in the past, of course, yeah. bro. I was I, I was a young kid, you know. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought heartbreaks were the worst thing in the world, you know. I yeah. thought my family, you know, breaking up, it was the worst thing in the world. But I just started working on myself, and I mm-hmm. it gives me a more clear mind of what's yeah. going on, and and you know, I shit happens. Yeah, you know, what I'm trying to say for sure. So, I I would say yeah, we, we anything uh, be active physically, anything anything yeah. that makes you. A way better person. I mean, look at you, bro. You look good. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Imagine, you, imagine bro. if you were, again, imagine if you were overweight and all you did was eat burgers and, <laughs> and, and, and look shitty and feel shitty. Yeah. I don't think your pockets would be as good as it is. No. Exactly. Yeah. Not for sure. I, I I definitely agree with that. I mean, it's, I would say just because from my experience, um, I think I've had a little bit of a different like path as far as like when it comes to the mental health because it's weird bro i i've like um so i I'm, i have more problems like like i've had problems with anxiety like i used to get like fucking really bad panic attacks right one thing that i had noticed bro is like um for sure i think for i think i would say i mean i'm not a doctor right but i would say i think majority of the population i think a lot of it is like all right 
go to the gym. I think it's just being active and making sure you have something that is fulfilling in your life. Because I think a lot of that is um, like where the depression and anxiety comes from is just not having some, not having any meaning. Um, I think that's a lot where it comes from. So I would definitely say that uh, that's where a lot of like my anxiety stem from. Um, what do you think triggered your anxiety? For me? Um, see, and that's a good question, bro. Cause like I, I did work out, I did do all those things. Like, I don't know. It's just, I think there's definitely certain people where, um, like for sure, I think all you need to do is work out and do those things. But for whatever reason, sometimes I feel like there is something biologically where like, uh, I'm gonna be completely honest here, bro. Cause I mean, we're vulnerable. I had to, I did get on when I first experienced this, maybe like four years ago, I had to get on medication and I could say from my perspective, that actually really helped me. One thing I noticed is that I, 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 I was still working out, bro. I was still doing all those things. I was disciplined, but I wasn't having panic attacks anymore. So it was just like, it's a, it was a, it was something that I experienced, which it, it may be the contrary viewpoint to a lot of people where it's like, oh, all you do need is do, all you need to do is like work out and stuff and certain things. But I think there's a lot more variables to it that might have a play into it. Um, but for sure, I think the, the fucking working out, I think that was a main and just being active and have something that you're working towards Mm -hmm. was big. But one thing that I know I went on a tangent here, bro, but, um, one thing I will say is that I I never try to look at it as like an excuse, if that makes sense. You know, I've always tried to kind of just take that. And even though it's something that I had to go through, it's like, all right, I'm not going to let it hold me back from like what I really want to do, you know? So crazy. No, it makes a lot of sense, man. I mean, yeah, there's definitely people that just like you said at the gym and, and yeah. being like physically active is not, it's not gonna help yeah you know sometimes you need something else a lot yeah. of people go to therapy you went yeah. to therapy yeah so I, I actually i mean i went to therapy early this year bro for um for i would say like five months and i mean honestly i could say this past year this entire year has been probably the best year i've had in the last i mean since i've been in college um as far as progress as far as like my overall mental state um yeah bro and i think that's really and and i think the key is is i I just started making effort to make sure like i was doing everything in my power to kind of make sure um those things were kind of being taken care of and that's key because the fact that you're actually trying to help yourself Mm -hmm. out that's just a lot about you yeah instead of putting every excuse in the book of just like complaining and complaining and whining about it yeah you did something bro so that's that says a lot about you Mm -hmm. props to that appreciate it bro yeah, and that's the thing. And how much of it is, like, uh, who you surrounded yourself with, bro? You think that's a, that's a big thing? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, ha- I have friends that I unfortunately had to stay away from. Not in a bad way. It's just mm-hmm. I don't get any beneficial thing out of it. Not in a selfish way. Yeah. But, like, I just want to keep my, my group very, very small now where the, the, the people that I hang out with is the same people that have the same goal as me. You know, mm-hmm. they're hungry for something. They're hungry for success, for doing whatever it is it doesn't even have to be the same like content i do yeah you know my camera guy he's a singer mm-hmm. and he pushes himself and goes to sing goes oh, out wow. of town and and he does things because he wants to make it big mm-hmm. and, I, and i appreciate that and i respect him for that so i want to keep people like that around me i the people that just go and invite me to go out and drink and get fucked up is those are the people that i stay away from now yeah you know they're, they're really good friends you know yeah. but it's just distractions yeah and i think at some point you just I think with some people you unfortunately like you hit just a crossroads where it's no it's it's no hate it's no like it's not even personal but it's it's literally just like you guys are at different points in your life you different mindsets and it's just you know that you 
what's best for yourself is that you kind of just go in your own way. Correct. Um, how, what would you say to what it's, what's advice do you give to someone that, um, is in that position where they feel like they need to separate themselves, but they're not sure like, um, how to do it in a way. Well, I think, that, I mean, they, they got to sit down and, and actually think about what they want in life. You know, mm -hmm. do they want to be just drinking out every single weekend? I don't think so. So if you want to be someone in life, I feel like you got to disconnect yourself from all those relationships it's it not might be easy you know because mm -hmm. what, what if it's his only friends that he has around or yeah. her yeah it, it's tough but you just got to think about your future because what if your friend those same friends have something in mind in the future and they leave out of town mm -hmm. they get a career they stop talking to you you're just going to be left by yourself yeah you know so i would feel like definitely what worked for me was i, I write a lot mm -hmm. so in my little diary what goals i have mm -hmm. every single year i write goals Yeah. And those I just got myself with those goals. And if the people around me are not in the same vibration of me of having those certain goals, then I just move them aside, you know? Yeah. Women too, relationships. You know? There's there's women that might not have the same mindset of me. They have they want to do a totally different thing. I'm sorry, you know, I gotta yeah. let that go. So I you have you been in relationships where you felt resistance and you, you you felt like they were kind of holding you back in a way? Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh unfortunately you know it it, it sucks yeah because you know you, you want to have them around as well and yeah they, they just don't have the mindset or the understanding of what you're doing yeah. we want to get yeah to what goal and sometimes you just cut them off yeah for sure this is my boy uh this is my boy curry man what's up curry um what about you bro uh, let's get the the alex from content right now out <laughs> you got a girl what's, what's going on um no actually i don't bro Why? i don't have a girl i'm single um Actually, he's yes, laughing. <laughs> you got a situationship somewhere, right? Nah, I, I would say I, I don't have a girl, but it's not so much that I don't. I'm not looking for one because my thing is, bro. I like I always say this. Like, I don't think I think shit just happens naturally, in my opinion. Like, Correct. um, but like I've been asked before, like by girls, oh, like you looking for a relationship? Because I've dated. I've definitely been dating, um, like in the past year. But I've been asked, like, yo you looking for a relationship it's not even so much like i'm looking it's just really if the right person comes around that has the same not even the same mind like mindset necessarily but just someone that i know is it's honestly i mean time's really big to me um i'm sure it's um, with the same with you bro i mean mm -hmm. you said like you wake up you probably get three to four hours of sleep mm -hmm. a day so like for just in from that perspective it's like i want to make sure that this is someone that i'm actually really want to invest my time into um someone that's like has really like their own um i would say their own fulfillment in some aspect um Correct. because i don't think you want to be in the relationship where like you're only 100 each other's fulfillment i don't think that's like I, i don't know i think some people can be like that but at the same time i think it can be really hard especially if you're really busy like you you have to have i think each individual have to have something that it's fulfilling to them and um i think i guess that's the way i had to look at it but it, it's honestly i'm more so just i'm just looking for the right person bro yeah. honestly you're absolutely right yeah. i i do agree that i on my on my side the best relationships i ever had it, it was the ones that i never really tried it yeah. just happened you know we met at a certain place and it Yeah. It just clicked. Yeah. I, I, I've never met a girl at a bar where it actually worked out. I'll be honest <laughs> with that. You know? Yeah. It, it's crazy how every single good relationship and healthy relationship I ever had, it came from. Where'd you, where'd you meet him? 
Where'd you meet the good ones? See, if I if I say where, they're gonna know. Uh, okay, so, you, you're you're gatekeeping right now, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll know. Bars and Noble, or what? What's, what's going no, on no, there? in the outside outdoors, okay, not yeah, not yeah. a bar. Okay. Not, it's even it, even ironically in places I would never see myself being at. Yeah, you know, these places that I say, ah, oh, I don't like those type of places, and I just go and I met a certain person. Yeah. She and knows who I'm talking about or who, yeah. or yeah. you know. So are you are you talking to someone right now? No, unfortunately, I'm not. No, no. I, I the last thing I had with someone, I, it, I'm very big in respect. Yeah, you know. So if a woman actually respects you around your your friends, your family, I you know I respect that. Yeah. And unfortunately, this person didn't. Yeah, and I had to cut him off. And what I mean, you have to talk about exactly what happened. Yeah. But in what way was it like? Um, explain the respect <clears throat> factor. You know. Well, I I. I me on my side, I feel like a woman should always be talking positive about you. Mm. you I mean, you know, it's it's your girl. It's, yeah. it's your woman. So she, you know, she she just didn't. I don't know if, if I want to talk about this. <laughs> nah, you're good, bro. But no worries. Yeah, I mean, I'm very big on respect. Do you think she's watching right now, though? I don't think so. Nah, but nah. I, I'm just very big on respect nah, when it comes to sure. relationships. And yeah. Nah, I, I 100% get that. Um, but no, for sure. Like, I, I think... Uh, do you think that um how do you feel like dating has uh has changed like how, what do you what do you feel like has changed the most about dating in our generation in our generation yeah. I, it, it's tough i think it's very very hard to date now because you know on years and years ago you, you met one girl and, and you were just into that girl or she was just into you and now if there's a big fight a big argument all you have to do is post a picture and you get a lot of a lot of validation from other people mm-hmm. comes both ways you know men and women yeah a girl just has to post a picture and cleave like cleavage and, and that's it yeah you know how many men she's gonna get on her dms mm-hmm. a lot so it's, it's pretty hard now today you actually gotta find a good woman with for me, with traditional values, yeah. I like my women with tradition, traditional values. I wouldn't date a girl that has only fans. Yeah. I wouldn't date a girl that has a bartender. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't date. There's certain women that I wouldn't date, and it, and it sucks because what what is the bar? I mean, I I kind of I definitely understand the the only fans one because I mean, it's people do what they want with their life. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I pro- I personally wouldn't date someone like like that. However, um, the bartender, like what's what is it up with the bartender? The bartenders that you don't like, you don't want to get in a relationship with well see i'm very big if if a girl or if a woman markets herself out in the nightlife it's mm-hmm. it's it's just not good for me you know yeah. and, and a bartender is getting hit on every single day and it's mm. and sometimes they get touched and mm. i wouldn't like my girl to be out there like that i'm yeah. sorry it, what, what i was about to say right now is that why is it with man has standards we look like a bad person or misogynistic because we do mm-hmm. but when a girl has standards is women empowerment mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah, I can, I can, yeah. And and that's what I disagree about. Like, I have standards. Why can I have, like, why can I just want a certain, a certain type of woman? Yeah. Why does that make me a bad person so you or think, an asshole? You think you'd get flack for, like, have you gotten flack for saying you don't want to date a bartender? 100%. Really? You know? Or yeah. an OnlyFans girl. And yeah. they always call me, are you insecure? I'm like, I'm not insecure at all. Yeah. More like I'm secure enough to know that I can actually have a high class value woman, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, and, and also, like, I think everybody should have standards. Like Yes. And so... But it just, it shouldn't be a gender thing. Like you, you, everybody should. Obviously, there's some standards where it's like, all right, bro. Like, you might be asking for the most, but I mean, to say that you just, I mean, these are things that you want in a woman. Like, I don't think there's there's anything wrong with that, bro. No, like, I mean, I'm in the nightlife, yeah. and that can be a little hypocritical of myself. But I'm just there two hours a night and leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not out there 
you know, flirting and, and getting kissed by other men. I mean, whoa, by girls, <laughs> pause. Uh, it's yeah. just, I, I've seen the OnlyFans girls, what they post. I, to, to be honest, the last two months, I all I did from my Instagram was some follow women that they just market themselves out there. You know, showing booty and only fans and all this. I just started on following. Yeah. Are they attractive? 100%. Yeah. You know? And I just don't want that dopamine high on myself mm. where I'm just like clicking and liking them. So you've been at that point is what you're saying. Yes, yes. bro. I was, I've was. i been where I just go for women for lust and, and, and watch, you know, their pose and, and go to Cornhub, <laughs> you know? It, and, and I feel shitty, bro, because yeah. all I was doing was just look at these women and being like, I want them, but I wanted them for one single reason. Yeah. And that fucks you up in the head. Yeah. And now, like you said, now that I want to date someone, I got to see if they're actually worth dating. Mm-hmm. If they're going to actually put something out there for me, like, like value, yeah. a lot of value in them. And it's hard, bro. Cause it's just, maybe it's just where I am, you know, on the industry that I hang out with. It's just, I, I don't see a lot of good women out there. And men. Yeah. And men. There's not a lot of good men out there. There's, yeah. They're out there fucking getting drunk and yeah. with different women. And So what do you feel like, uh, oh, this is a good ass topic. I have so many ways I can go. But what do you feel like, all right, let's start with men. What do you feel like men can do differently, today's men in this generation can do to help them in dating and relationships? What can make them... Uh, yeah, what can help them out? Like, what makes them more viable to kind of be a good person in a relationship, you know? I think you got to work in your masculinity, you know? I feel like you got to be a man first before you want to date. Mm. You know, if you're just out there flexing your watch, your chains, your, your bottles, it, you're going to attract the wrong women, you know? Mm. So I feel like a man has to work on, on, on themselves first. Like we talked about, go to the gym, you know, find a good hobby, g- get a good career, you know? Fle- flex that you're an actually good man. Mm. Tr- trust me you're gonna start attracting good valuable women mm-hmm. you know I, I what's that quote bro i forgot it's like fuck i can't even remember right now but i always said that fuck bro i can't i can't i'm too <laughs> nah. i'm too i'm a little bit buzzed already nah, you're good bro I, I'll, that's it just work on your money get a good career work on yourself and and, and stop just trying to get lust yeah the lust you know women are always going to be yeah. there no matter what do you feel always. do you feel like masculinity is like looked down upon these days 100 percent, bro we can't even give our own opinions no more because like i said we were misogynistic we're assholes we're, we we just put women down and it's not really that bro you know i feel like what is masculinity to you ma- what i said right now yeah. like work on yourself be be strong go to the gym stay active like Get a good career, you know. For I, I always, fuck, bro. No, this is good. one. Well, this is one thing that I worked on when I was very young. Yeah, I always wanted to date the cute ass, beautiful girl, mm-hmm. and just like date her, you know. I just wanted her to de- like reply back, and you know, for her to want me. But yeah. it doesn't work that way, bro. So what I had to learn is I got to work on myself first. Mm. Get a good career. You got to have enough money to t- to spoil this girl, to take her out, to show her a good time. And then maybe she could look at me. Yeah. And it, it worked, bro. Yeah. If I worked on my, I worked on myself so much that now the women that I used to want, now they want me. Mm. Now they DM me. Yeah. I'm not saying I have women. I'm just saying you get that. No, for sure. Class yeah. of, of good women. Like now that talks to you. For sure. And everything you listed, bro, like at least from my perspective, I mean, obviously I'm not a woman, but from my perspective, that's what I think a woman would, I mean, want, bro. Someone who's hardworking. Someone who's has something going for them is it in a career? Someone who's a pol- like um, like everything we I've experienced, bro. You're polite, dude. You're nice. You're generous. Like all those things, like 
should be like um i guess yeah i think i just think maybe masculinity has uh, has been like tossed around too much and maybe has multiple different definitions to everybody but like you said bro i think it's just about being a hard worker um being i mean like you said bro have something going for yourself and and, honestly bro i support women when they say i want a man with a good car i want a man with a career i want a a man that like it's independent Mm-hmm. I support. I don't think they're gold diggers, mm-hmm. but obviously women are looking in the future. Like, am I gonna be? Am I gonna be right with this man? You know, because yeah. a lot of women are submissive in a good way. Where if this man treats me good, if he has a good career, a good car, and everything, he's gonna provide for me, yeah. and I'm gonna take care of the other things that he can't. Should I'm gonna do it for him? Yeah, you know, there's women out there that they're like, oh, like uh, I don't mind dating a guy with no car. You know, this like why? Or or the women that date the guy that went to jail. Or prison <laughs> or, or or selling fucking drugs like yeah. why have you seen that yeah, yeah yeah there's women out there that think it's very attractive a man that sells drugs and has been in prison and why why are you going with that man you know or, I mean, or the girls are, are staying loyal to a man that's in prison yeah. for like three years why do you do that yeah. to yourself yeah I, I mean at this point i kind of stopped like because bro i mean everybody's going to be attracted to some crazy shit but i think a lot of it has to do with uh people's upbringings like what whatever whatever they have been conditioned to um to be like just a personality or like whatever trauma they've been through i think trauma. it has a lot to do with how they definitely trauma yeah for sure and like yeah a lot of it's just like your upbringing your trauma and yeah bro i mean what what do you think uh what do you what do you look for in a, in a woman for you for yourself if it was up to me i want i wouldn't well, if I'm looking to... Let, let's just change it into someone I want to marry. Mm-hmm. Right? How about yeah. we change this? Yeah, yeah exactly. So I want someone to respect me. I want someone who, who can actually depend on me. You know? I don't want my... If, I, if it was up to me, I don't want my woman at work. But if she wants to work, that's all on her. Mm-hmm. I feel like the woman should be the one happy, unstressful, like, all oh, happy in a relationship. You know what I mean? I feel like the man should always be the stressed one, trying to provide for his family, working yeah. hard and everything, because she's going to respect you that way. Yeah. Do you Do you feel like... Could you date a girl that is career driven and goal driven? Maybe yes, maybe no. But because I want a girl who has her like feminine side out, you know, like she's out there being feminine. So I want you, a girl who's yeah. very masculine. Yeah. Do you feel like that? I mean, do you feel like a woman who's career driven, like who has those? I mean, who's very goal driven, who's very who works a lot. Like, I mean, I know there's a lot of girls like that. You feel like they they can't be in their feminine if they're doing that. A lot of them are not. Think about it. How many women are like in their feminine side when they're very, I, I just hate when women flex that they're very independent and they and they don't need no man. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Yeah. And cheers to them, you know. They, they they could stay single if they want whatever whatever they're doing, but I just like feminine women. That's yeah. it. It's just an it's an option I like, yeah. you know. And yeah, I mean, I get yeah. hate for that. Yeah. I mean, the thing is is like I've you're like like I said, you have standards. Like you people have their own standards. And that's what you look for in a woman. And Correct. the thing, there's no, there's no issue with that. Um, I guess for me, I, mean, I guess from my perspective, I don't know. Because um, I, I can, I guess, I don't know. I've personally been attracted to like girls who like are kind of like have shit going on as far as a career, their goals. But I don't know what it is. But in, in my opinion, I feel like I've been attracted to that. Um, no, I'm, I'm not saying to, I want to date a bump. You know? Yeah, yeah. But it's like. It, you know how women have those standards where someone's like, oh, well, this man has to not work at a Burger King. He needs to have, mm-hmm. like, a good, good, good career yeah. or I won't date him. But how, how many times have you been, and be honest, how many times have you been to, like, a Whataburger, Target, and you see a beautiful girl, you're like, God damn. 
<laughs> you think a girl goes to a, a McDonald's and goes, ooh, that cashier was nice. I would date him. Nah, very rarely. Exactly, bro. So that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah. I want a girl who I, I can provide for her, you know? Yeah. I can, I got her, bro. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, girls who have their shit together career, amazing. Props yeah. to them. But I feel like in the long run, let's say you, you guys split bills. I don't know what you guys do. Yeah. And now sh- you guys get a house and yeah. hopefully not. You guys get in a fight. She's going to be like, well, I'll make money more than you. Mm. Why don't you leave my house? Mm. Well, the car's <laughs> under my name. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm just thinking ahead of like the bad things that could yeah. happen. Because I, I can see how like someone's saying who like, I don't need a man. Like, I don't need this. In a way, I mean, I'm not in those positions, their, their, their shoes, but at the same time, I find it very hard to believe that they truly deep down feel that way. Um, because I think, let's be honest, we're humans, bro. We all want we all want a companion, bro. We all want someone yeah. there. And we need women, too. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, for sure. we as men, we don't need it. Of course we do. Yeah. A woman and a man together, it's it's amazing. It's full potential. You, know? yeah. you guys can work together and, and accomplish goals together. But I feel like in a relationship, there's always going to be one more than the other. Hmm. You know? Like, you could be the provider, but there's there's girls out there, bro, and I've dated them before where they, they do something for you that you can't do it yourself, you know? Maybe a little little detail there. They might bring you a little gift, a massage, dinner cooked, and those things are amazing from a woman, you know? Yeah. That's nice, bro. That's I mean, what you, I like. Yeah, you like to be, in a way, it's nurturing. 100%. What, yeah. For sure. I think, I mean... The thing is, I I can I don't see how that people can look at that and be like that. There's something, there's an issue with that. Well, there's people out there that for sure. There's, there's women out there that think that me just wanting a nice cooked meal is misogynistic, you know, and it's yeah. not. Do you do you would you mind cooking? I I know yeah. how to cook. Yeah, and I cook. Yeah, but wouldn't it be nice if you get out of work and your girl has like a nice cooked meal for you? Oh, I I would fucking love that. Ima- like, imagine getting home, nice cooked meal. Your your sweatpants are there, just ready folded <laughs> for you. Everything's nice. What do you want that from? A, would you cheat? <laughs> would you cheat, uh, bro? I mean, if if it's like no, I mean, exactly. I, pers- I personally wouldn't cheat in general. Like, I've never, but well, but, th- but then again, yeah. I haven't been like I don't I don't know if that's a red flag, bro. I've never been like in a serious relationship. So damn. Well, yeah. I mean, you're pretty young. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Um, but no, I, I could definitely see how like, and like you said, bro, it's your standards. That's what you want. Maybe it's my age. You know, when I was 21, 22, I wouldn't care who I was dating. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I always thought the first girl that would say, Hey, to me or kiss me. She was the love of my life, mm-hmm. you know, but with time, with getting heartbroken and everything, then you, you got standards, bro. Yeah. You, you don't want to go through the same thing over and over. Yeah. Do you, do you feel, I mean, do you like cooking for like, would you like to cook for a woman? Would you like to do those things? Of course, bro. Yeah. Like. I feel like cooking is a way of showing love yeah. towards your person, you know? What's your love language, bro? You got a love language? Words and affirmation and, and definitely physical touch. Yeah. Those two, they're, they're very important for me. Mm. What about you? Shit, bro. I like... Fuck. I feel like you like gift giving and stuff. See, I, I love giving gifts. Um, you just gave me a gift, so yeah, I bro. appreciate it. Yeah, so. I got to. Um, yeah, I love giving gifts, bro. I'm trying to see how... Because I, I think you can give and then receive love in different ways. Mm-hmm. I think I receive love, bro. Uh, I definitely need some words for sure, words of affirmation, especially in a like in a creative way. Like, I just need to be reassured, like what I'm doing is like is actually like good, or like I'm just getting that like reassurance, you know. Um, but I think for sure the words is like pretty big to me. I would say so. Yeah, yeah. especially like there could be people out there that tell you, "Hey, your podcast is pretty good, bro." You know, you're like, mm-hmm. "Thanks." But the girl you like, she's like, I'm proud of you. You're doing this. Hey, that You're shit. like, God, that fuck. goes crazy. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, have you have you been in a 
you say you've been in some like some serious relationships correct yeah and uh what like what what was the last when was the last time you were in a committed relationship like that uh definitely like i, I think it was 2021 uh see i'll, I'll be open with you yeah and she, and she might hear it yeah and watch but it's all good bro th- this relationship that i was I went through it kind of flipped a switch on me as well mm-hmm. yeah i was already working on my on my content and everything i was trying to be a very good man but i think i ruined this relationship by letting all this content all this media thing get to me you know a very very good person in my life so now i'm doing the right things yeah i'm not doing the same mistakes i used to do but i, I lost that person mm. and i don't know if losing that person was beneficial for me mm. as in she would have stayed mm. you know what yeah. i mean what, what do you when you say you were like when it came to the social media were you just way too focused on that or was it things like that changed within yourself everything, everything. it was it was i was too focused on it i i put the relationship to the side i i did a lot of mistakes mm. i don't want to say but yeah. I, I did a lot of bad things i shouldn't have done and now without that person the fact that the person rejected me now in my life it was a a, a switch is like damn you, yeah you don't want to there's there's good people out there and and for my mistakes i lost him so now was that a woman that had all those values that you were looking for definitely 100 percent, bro damn bro 100 i'm not gonna lie i'm you, not gonna so lie you, you fumbled the bag on that Th- one. this person yeah. isn't wouldn't be out there in the bars wouldn't yeah. do nothing will respect herself mm. tell you this she wouldn't even post on instagram mm very very wow. like low-key on everything yeah and for my big mistakes I, I lost a good woman you know mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure there's out there a lot more than like her but yeah i know for a fact that i'll never feel the same thing that i felt with her than with others mm. especially because like well you're not dating her right now but this happened to me right now you're doing your podcast mm-hmm. and let's say you had a girl and she helped you start everything she was there since day one before you were anything mm. you know so I lost that person that saw me start yeah. everything. And now that I'm someone, now all these people that approach to me is like, you're talking to me because I'm someone now. Mm. But I was no one before, you know? Damn, that's deep. And I know there's a thing that's called, when you have something good and you're trying to look for something better, you're going to realize that better is not as good. Mm. And it sucks. That's deep, bro. That's deep. That sucks, <laughs> Damn, so... But all right, let's get you Alex Majestic's back. <laughs> hey, let's take a shot or what? Okay. Yeah, let's take a you shot. Can you, can you get us a bottle, Curry? Oh, I'm gonna put you on the spot real quick. Fuck right. Oh, you know, bro, this is this is the most vulnerable player, bro. Hornitos. Oh god. Bro, I, do- I had Don Julio, but that shit was not pouring, bro. Can can you get the shot glasses, bro? Yeah, you want some glasses? There's there our two are up there, and then there's there's a blue one right there. Give that to Alex. Give that new one. I'm trying to get you clips, bro. Fuck, bro. <laughs> Are you leaving this on? Like, are you leaving this? Yeah, bro. This is all. Oh fuck! I don't like to. I mean, I, I do edit it, but yo, that's like two oh, shots, brother. Yeah, my fault, dog. Here, yeah, I'll pour some in there. <laughs> What's your name, bro? Curry, bro. Curry. Yeah, James. What's James your Curry. ethnicity? Black Mexican. Hell yeah! This motherfucker speaks better Spanish than you, bro. Yeah, of course. Yeah, have you seen my videos? Yeah. All right. Fuck. Should I be Alex Majestic right now? Yeah, bro. Be hey, bro, do, do you think I, I'm racist to black people? Uh, I mean, I haven't seen that many. <laughs> All right, never mind. Never mind. Nah. Nah, I never. Nah. Why, why, do you, why do you think they say you're racist? Well, I mean, 
bro everything i do it's, it's just it's just like psychology game. in a way you're you're a comedian would you say yeah yeah like i said right now there's no comedy without tragedy 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 <laughs> bro i'm so buzzing right now bro two shots bro come on now bro i don't drink no more right, it's, right. it's rare cheers bro just on occasion cheers to my Mexican american friend <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm curious. Why do you, why do people think okay. you're? Well, look. If I see like my boy right here, he's pretty tall. He's he's strong. He I know he can kick my ass. <laughs> but if you put a camera on his face, I don't think he's gonna punch me. You know, because he knows the repercussions of there's it's recording. Yeah. So then I just play with people's mind. Like I'll talk to him. He just told me he's he's black and Mexican. So I'll be like, all right, talk to me in Spanish, bro. Like you're Mexican and black. You know, and I'll be like, yo, tell me the N word in Spanish. You know, so I just try to play games with them yeah and a lot of people call me racist and stuff like that but it's just bro yeah. i'm just having fun like don't, well, you, don't you take have, it too serious you have to i mean you have to look at it as like i mean there's comedians that they they make some really edgy jokes bro yeah and they get called i mean racist but um that you you have to there's a fine line between comedy and then like obviously like it's because also also you have to take keep in mind bro people get are very offended get very offended nowadays so I hate that. Uh, yeah, I, I really, it's really it's hate it's that. it's hard, especially in what you do, because I mean, I'm sure you get a lot of fucking flack for. It. I mean, how many how many like do you read comments? Uh, I, sometimes I read comments. Yeah. Not not you really no. a lot. Yeah. Have but, you ever read one where it was like, oh fuck, like like did that get to you? <clears throat> At the beginning, yes. I'm not gonna lie. There was this. I don't remember the interview. There was this TikTok that I uploaded, and then he he just I don't know. I forgot what he said. But it was something very negative, and I thought about it for like hours, man. Mm-hmm. Just a comment there. It was like, yeah. fuck, you know. Do you remember what it said? No, honestly, don't. I don't yeah. remember. But sorry, yeah. I, I used to. Yeah, like comments used to, to affect me. Yeah, but now they don't. You know, it's just a person giving out their opinion. Yeah, that's it for sure. But when they call me racist, I was like, bro, I'm not being racist. Just I'm being funny. You know, yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's there's like I said, bro. There's I mean, there's a difference between like the thing is you have to walk that line. Sometimes, like, sometimes you may try. I'm not talking to your position. Sometimes you may try something. It could be taken completely out of left field, but it was just like, that's how comedy is. But I feel like it depends on who says it and and how it's said. Yeah. You know? Because there's people that they're not. Let's just say someone who's not funny and says the same things I say is going to come out really bad. Oh, for sure. But if you're good at it and you know how to say it, I don't feel it's as bad. No, I agree. And one thing I, I, one thing that makes your videos good, bro, is like you, your, your ability to fucking keep your, your composure, like without anything, like you just fucking, you keep the same, like you straight face, like it, that shit's hilarious to me, bro. Bro, like, and people think that I do it on purpose, but it's, bro, I'm just, it's just me. who you are. It's yeah. just me, and like I find it funny. Yeah, it's hilarious, but I don't laugh. Yeah, it's just a thing. I, I just, I just don't laugh at the moment. Mm-hmm. I, maybe because that, at the like when I'm doing interviews. I'm already thinking about the clip. Yeah. And I'm already thinking about the next thing I'm going to say. Sometimes I don't even remember what they're saying. I just know what I'm going to say next. So do you think, uh, do you know when something's going to go viral? At times, yes. Yeah. Definitely. I'm always looking for that clip. Yeah. I don't go out there just to do the interview. I'm trying to go out there and get the clip. Yeah, that clip. Yeah. Right. And do you get one every time you go out that's going to go viral? No, there's nights that it's it's tough. Yeah. But you just got to be smart enough to know how to post it, what memes to use, what to cut. Cause mm. sometimes, sometimes a, a, an interview could be so good, but it's been so long and it could lose the the mm. comedy of it. Yeah, like I don't know if you saw the one that just went viral last time, but the girl that said the guy bought her the shades. Oh, and, I did see that. Did you see that, Curry? Uh, no, I didn't. The no. YouTube girl. No, I think I did see 
yeah. and and like that one bro i was in the moment i was hearing what she was saying and i already had an answer in the back of my head mm. but then they tap me and she needs to pay her tap that just changed everything oh my god bro, that's and insane. and and people say that's the first time <laughs> I see you laugh. And it's true. Look at all the interviews. That's yeah. the first time you actually see me laugh. That thing came out of nowhere, you know? I didn't plan that. I didn't, I didn't. I had, my reply was probably not even as good as what just happened. Yeah. So things just happen out of nowhere sometimes and it's great, bro. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, bro. Well, it was just, so it, it was where like she was saying like that some dude bought her those shades. She's saying men will always, men are always going to pay. Men are always mm-hmm. going to like, put money out there you know yeah. and that her shades were expensive and then she she was flexing that and then the guy comes back hey you need to pay your tap man mm. and they just changed the That's whole fucked. interview and i well i was editing it, i was like it's gonna go viral yeah it's gonna go viral <laughs> and as soon as i post that bro <laughs> crazy it went yeah crazy when do you like get because i feel like a lot of when you get your followers it's like a big jump did you get a big jump or was it accumulated like over time i think i posted i started doing like a little advice for men in a way like how to get women mm-hmm. and that's when i started getting the the, the following like really yeah. quick i posted about going to target and getting candles for yeah, women i remember that and one. I, that one went crazy yeah. and i was waking i was like checking my phone every like yeah 12 hours and i was getting like 4k like 2k like i was like whoa yeah it's got to be insane so, to see so i know i know now my my audience what they like and what they don't and it's it's pretty much just being a man raising up women yeah you know, how, how'd you come up with that, that i mean that game that riz bro that you had the fucking the target video bro it's just it's easy bro yeah. you tell me you tell me right now a situation mm. and, I, and i and i know how to talk uh, to a woman hmm. i mean now this comes from getting rejected a lot yeah don't think i'm just good at talking to women no yeah. i've been rejected a lot man yeah. a lot in my life and now getting a no from a woman is like eh. Yeah, you know, a lot of men don't do it because they don't want to get rejected. Mm. They don't talk to a woman at a bar or anywhere because I don't want to get no. Yeah, you know, I'm just I don't care, bro. I go up to the be- most beautiful girl, and if she says no, she says no. I mean, yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, you're not you're not gonna remember that. I mean, maybe, but for the most part, she's never gonna remember you. You probably won't remember that shit. And absolutely, uh, yeah, for sure. And you never know, bro. Sometimes it's just like exactly, shit. you never know, and she, she feels you and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Do you do you buy women drinks? Uh, very very rare, mm. honestly. Yeah. I just if I don't know you, I'm not gonna waste money on you that yeah. way. Yeah. Do and, you? Um. See, yeah. I if if I'm on like a if I'm on a date, I mean, obviously, I'm paying for. I'm gonna try to pay for most of the time. In a date, yes, of course. I feel like um, the man should always pay the first. Like date. if if I'm gonna like if I'm talking to someone at a bar, uh. Sometimes if I've been talking to them for a while, yes, but I'm not going to, that's not the first thing I'm going to do. Like, okay, I, I'm, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to approach a woman and like, just be like, yo, let me get you a drink. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'll give you a Riz, Riz real quick right yeah. now. If you want to use it or my Lexi yeah. Cafe friend, when I use it, <laughs> if you like a girl at a bar and she's at the bar, actually, like she's about to get drinks, hmm. get next to her. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then ask the bar, the bartender. Can I get a so like? Can I get a beer and a? Was that drink with the red? And then you're gonna be like, was that drink? You're gonna talk to her. Like, what's that drink that has like that red juice? And, and she's gonna say some random shit, you know, <laughs> tropical whatever, uh, cranberry whatever. And you're like, that one. Thank you so much. You know what? <laughs> Let me get two of those. And you're gonna buy her a drink. Now, now you have. Now she's gonna stay there because you bought her a drink. And mm. now before the drink gets here. You're going to get her name, what she does, mm-hmm. everything her age. Yeah. She feels you. She's going to talk to you again. 
There you go. Yeah. You can talk to a girl. It wasn't weird. It wasn't creepy. You didn't went up to her. It was just, you were just there. She was at the right moment, right place. And if she feels you, hey, you yeah. guys are having a drink together. Yeah. Hey, bro, you got really good. Like, a lot of your shit that goes big, you're really good at just giving off, like, the natural approach. Yeah. Like, you, you mastered that shit. Is that just through, like, trial and error or what? Yeah, bro. I'm, like I said, I've been rejected a lot of times, so now I know what could work in certain situations, but it doesn't, it doesn't always work, you know? Sometimes I get rejected, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I've been good at that. It doesn't make me a man whore. It doesn't make me a womanizer. No, but. I mean, it, bro, it's it's a valuable like, yeah. it's a valuable tool to like be able to really talk to not just girls, but to talk to anybody. Hundred percent, bro. I'll tell you this: I got a job interview without applying to a job once. Really, hundred percent. I I called this job I wanted to get, and uh, I called it randomly, bro. And I was like, "Yo, we're still good for Saturday at two p.m. for the interview." And they were like, "What's your name?" I was like. Uh. <laughs> And they looked up for me and stuff like we can't find. I was like, yeah, it's it's I'm Alex, you know, two p.m. Bro, they booked me that interview. <laughs> wow, without even applying, bro. That's but, some fucking game right there. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I, I didn't get hired obviously because I didn't have like their the qualifications. The qualifications, yeah. but you, you could do anything in life just the, the way you yeah. talk to people. Yeah, honestly. for sure. Honestly, even the most beautiful girl in the bar, you can actually just you gotta know how to approach her. Yeah. Well, well what about you? We still got time, right? Yeah. yeah. If you could describe the type of women that you like, what could it be mm-hmm. right now? Hmm. I would say a lot of it. <laughs> what's up? What's up? That's a good <laughs> yeah, I want to see what kind of girl you like. Mm-hmm. Like I said, bro, I think a lot of it comes down to like just someone who's very, who's kind. Like, I don't know. I just have a sweet spot for that, bro. Okay. Someone who's kind, obviously. Um, Someone who's very intellectual. Someone who I can actually have, like, a very intellectual conversation with. Because okay. some people can't get, like, they, they might be a really good person, might be great, but some people really just can't get as deep. Correct. You know? And so, for me, that's something I always look for. Like, if I can have a, a genuine conversation, a deep conversation, uh, that's something I definitely look for. Um, obviously, I mean, attra- I mean, beauty is a big thing, right? Uh, attraction is big. Anybody who says like looks isn't a part of it is like, I mean, bro. Come on now. I always said that if you want to date a girl in the long term, uh, you got to see how her mom looks. Mm. Only because women usually look like their mom when they're old. You think so, so? Her mom, yes, a lot of them. Think about it. Think about the girl you used to date and you've met her mom. If their mom's kind of cute, bro, <laughs> like she's gonna be cute when she's old. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, just just a little thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess. What if they completely don't even just like look like their mom though? I know uh, some girls. They look like their dad. That's kind of <laughs> weird. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Nah, but I'm trying to think. Do you have like an ethnicity that you find yourself like really being attracted to? Bro, I love, I love Latinas. Obviously, Hispanic women. Yeah, I love them. But I have a thing for Asian women, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is, bro. I never did it in an Asian girl, but. Oh my God, bro! There's not, there's not. Uh, the Asian population isn't as prominent in El Paso. I would no, say. man. And I <laughs> you need that. to travel, bro. Have you been to Thailand or fucking? Nah, yeah, fuck, Whoa, Thailand with the lady boys? You crazy, bro? <laughs> would you date a girl? I don't want to get too deep in this. What I'm about to say, but yeah. would you date a girl with a lot of bodies? I don't want to get deep on that body counting, but just would you date a girl who has been around a lot? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, honestly, like, 
A lot. What's a lot? Over fifteen. Over fifteen. You know what? I can't say. I don't know, bro. I, I would. It'd have to depend on the person, bro. It really would. How old are you? Twenty-three. She's twenty-three with eighteen bodies. Would you? <laughs> um, I, I would say that it would definitely be something I'm thinking about, but like, like I said, bro, I think people change. I feel like it, it just had to depend. Like I said, bro, it depends on the person. It really does. <laughs> it's a tough question, right? Yeah, yeah it depends yeah. on. I've never been asked that. Yeah. You put me, you put me on the Alex Majestic spot, bro. Uh, no, nah, I, I would, I would definitely say that it, it definitely for someone to. I'm gonna say this for someone to say that it doesn't hold any weight. That like have it, how many like bodies you have. I I think that's that's not the case. I definitely think that it should be taken in consideration because, like you said, everybody has standards. Everybody has things that they're looking for. So for me personally, it's definitely something I would keep in consideration. But at the same time, I don't want to close myself off to a whole population of people, especially if like they they might be genuine, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't know. How about you? I wouldn't. No. No, hundred percent. I wouldn't. You know, uh, you never know what they went through. Trauma, yeah. getting cheated on, you know, yeah. bad, bad relationships, and it, uh, men as well. We we carry a lot of, of bad things if we have a high body count. Mm-hmm. I always thought of that. So, do do you feel like um, men with high body count is, is not a good thing? Fuck, here we go. I feel like <laughs> it, it. I feel like it matters less than what a woman does. Mm. Why is that? Well, because we we act rationally and women act emotionally. If you think about it, so women usually women don't go out and 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 have relationships with just random guys. There's out there that some yeah. do, but it's very rare. Yeah, so, I will say I want to get you. I want uh, your finish your point. I will say men. A lot of men act emotionally. A lot of men men act very impulsively too. Um, I don't know if that's a general like a today's society thing, but d- definitely a lot of people, a lot of men, can't control their emotions. I would say. I agree on that, but when it comes to sexual relationships, like I, like like them determining who they're sleeping with, yeah, I, I feel like it. it ma- oh, fuck, because some because some people like I'm be honest, bro. Like I know men that can't control themselves. Like mm-hmm. they just feel like they need to get they need to get see no matter what, even if the girl's not even like someone who they're actually attracted to. And I to me, that's an emotional thing. That's not a rational thing. Because, like, if your rational brain was thinking, it'd be like, no, like, why am I... I don't even like the girl. I don't even think she's that attractive, but I just want some... You just wanted a nut. Exactly. But yeah. So, I'm that's saying... Emo- is men, that emotional, though? No, men act out of lust a lot of times, you know? And women out of emotions. So, if... I know a lot of women, they only have sex with guys they actually have feelings for. So, if you got mm. over 15, you know, that says a lot. You've been through a lot of emotions. Mm. And a guy usually has... Sexual relationships because she's just attractive. She, he just wants to bust. Mm. It's in our biology, you know. We we want to reproduce, but obviously we don't do it. But yeah, it's just we we acting out of lust for someone. So I yeah. feel like a man could have re- sexual relationships with a girl, with a lot of girls, and it does. It's not the same as a girl who acts emotionally. And I get a lot of shit for that, but it's the it's the truth, man. I think I think the term like uh, I'll like, tell you this. I'll tell you this real quick. Yeah, and because a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, he's just fucking saying this. Bro, I was in this situationship where the woman lied to me about her body count, and then she told me the truth because she knew how bad it affected her. And she knew that, I mean, unfortunately, it's our fault as men as well because men use women for stuff like that, yeah. and it's fucked up. So it's our fault, too. It's yeah. not just the woman's fault. But because she's being used a lot, she her body count was high, 
and she told me it, it affected me emotionally because now I, she told me this now i feel like men only want one thing for me mm. and if i don't give it to him he's not going to treat me right mm. you know so you feel like if they already went past that like that past you, you think you hit a, a point of no return after a while in a way yes i mean there, there's always you know uh, it, it's not always that but it does affect the woman in, in a way yeah because at least from my perspective like i, I could definitely i i see what you're saying in that like there's that de- i know there's definitely women that say like they 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 really only sleep with people or like they only have sex with people that they're emotionally like they have something emotionally mm-hmm. with and that they're genuinely like they like and attracted to but also i know women that are that just yeah. just just a f- you know i know those too but those are, those are the ones you want to avoid in a way, yeah, I mean, I guess for me personally, yeah, probably. Yeah. Now, there's yeah. great women out there. Yeah. Like, uh, of course, I'm not stating every single woman. Like, yeah. there's, no, there's beautiful women out there who, mm-hmm. who, like you said, they have their own focus and career and stuff, and they just don't sleep yeah. around. And I love those, you know? Yeah. You know, that's great. I give flowers to them. But because of the bad ones, the good ones are included in all mm-hmm. that, you know? I Yeah, and also, I, I guess, like, going back to the question I asked you about, like, if the body count, like, for the for the dude... Like you said, even even though the like maybe the like, like I think maybe it may come from a different place as far as like our our drives of why we you know have sex right. I still think like for a man like self control is big for a man. Yeah. And so like even like ju- just because it's there, just because it's an opportunity, like at least from my perspective, like I don't think it should always be taken advantage of no. because. I don't know, bro. Like, especially when it comes to like, I think people talk about this in cheating and stuff. Oh, like a man really just does it to because he's horny, right? Mm. At the same time, bro. Like, practice. Like we talk about all the time. Practice some stuff, fucking self discipline, bro. Like you're with this girl for a reason, right? And you, if you got into like a committed relationship for a reason, and so if you don't have enough self discipline to not act on that, then I mean, you should definitely work on that too. You know? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like. Not just women, but men. So yeah. if you've been around a lot, for just acting out of lust, yeah, that affects you too. Because yeah. you can have a great woman in your life, and you're just gonna act out of lust as well. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna, fuck you're gonna that lose off, her. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's for men as well. It's just yeah. it's it's diff a little bit different, but it, 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 there's an effect as well. Yeah, bro. I mean, yeah, it's just <laughs> and the uh, body count thing. I don't, <laughs> I don't want. Yeah. No. But what else you got, bro? I mean, it's interesting, bro, because this is the first time I've ever talked about it. It's interesting, far, but a lot of people don't want to talk about it because yeah. it, it, it's 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 critical it's a critical yeah. topic you know and and people don't like to talk about it but it, it is important it's fucking important it's yeah. very very important because yeah. it affects you mentally uh, as a person like i said when i go through a relationship i feel like just be open with it communicate don't lie like they lie to me about that and you know <laughs> yeah now like i said like i think it's all this stuff we're talking about is important and i think what people need to most understand is like you can separate your emotions from these conversations, you know, like, and, and you can have a, a genuine, like fucking, you can have a genuine like dialogue about it. And I think that's how you get to just better places as society. Right. You know? Um, and if anybody's listened to this and they disagree with anything, I mean, that's good. Like just, I would love to hear other people's opinions and perspectives and why they think so. Yeah. But a lot of the times people that like they, they, comment it's not even like a rational it's not even like a they don't even provide an alternative it's more so just like oh you're fucking racist you're you're misogynistic you're this you're this or that but it's just like like i feel like there should just be more dialogue more than anything you know of course bro 100 yeah. mm-hmm. what is he got man 
Shit, bro. I mean, what you got? Uh, what you got planned for the future, bro? What's your ultimate goal? So, I I do want to be entertainer. You know, I mm-hmm. want to be an entertainer in El Paso, outside yeah. of El Paso as well. I've been I've been to uh, Oklahoma and yeah. stuff to do content. But have you ever tried a co- comedy, stand up comedy? No, I don't no. think I'll be good for that. No. You know, no, I, I it's a lot of pressure up there. A lot of people looking at you. I, I just don't think I would be good at yeah. it. Yeah. So you've you've gone out out of town to do content and shit. Yeah. I went to Oklahoma over there. Do did a. Uh, a few uh, interviews. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Scottsdale next year. So I have a, a whole few cities I want to hit next year. But at first, I wanted to get an El Paso audience, okay. which it's yeah. it's been working, thank God. And yeah, and yeah, bro, I just want to be very consistent. The do you feel like as well? Yeah. Do you feel like the community has been like supportive? Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. Bef- I I think before me there wasn't really anyone doing it. Yeah. At least not consistent. Yeah. And I thought it was like hmm, this is a good way to do it. And mm-hmm. I don't see anyone doing it. And yeah, bro, it's it's been working. Thank yeah. God. And you've been on any other podcasts? Yeah, I've been in a few yeah. a few other podcasts, honestly. Yeah. But I, I like this one, bro. Honestly, yeah. I, I like your podcast. It's pretty chill, pretty nice. I appreciate it, bro. Uh, I'm I'm glad. I I think this is the most like edgy podcast mm. episode you ever had probably and it is what's crazy is you've had crazier shit on your podcast like you've had some because I, I listen to shit like on your pod okay and it's it's fucking interesting bro you like i said you ask very good questions people very um hard questions as well and so um i i respect that bro i really do what do you want to take yours at um honestly bro i just like i started the show um for mental health and that that's kind of what i try to revolve it around um and then we kind of do dabble in like just societal issues dating relationships faith but honestly bro i like i i think the ultimate grow is like you you definitely want to grow i just want to reach more people i want to help people um and yeah like anytime i get like comments of like just um like this generally helped me it was a good conversation like that's just kind of what i do it for bro but i do want to grow it for sure i think that's i want to stay consistent and just talk to as many interesting people as possible so um i think why i do it though is just literally i i'm very curious about people's mm-hmm. lives and what they got going on and yeah bro i mean that's that's y- what you I, have a certain goal you want to hit next year next year um as far as like uh maybe metrics or like uh engagement honestly i need to get on that because i that's one thing i don't do bro is i don't i don't pinpoint sometimes i just I guess I just try to tell myself, like, just do the best I possibly can right now, and then, like, I'll end up somewhere. But I do kind of want to set some specific goals, like, for next year. Maybe certain guests I want to have on. Um, but, yeah, I, I would say so. How about you? What, what do you got? Well, de- definitely I want to get the following a yeah. lot higher, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to interview a few people. I can't say their names, but they're in the list already, yeah. and, and they agree to it. Yeah. So I want to get those people out here already. Uh I'm just gonna get bigger, man. Yeah, way way bigger in El Paso and yeah. go go to a lot of cities. Do you have a? Do you work with any companies and and sponsorships and stuff? No, no. not not right now, and no. probably not a lot of them. Probably not never. Yeah, only because of the content I I produce. You know, it's it's very edgy, is but it's very honest. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. I'm not gonna be fake out there and, and yeah. be a certain persona that I'm not. Yeah. yeah, probably for the interviews, I'm I'm a I'm a character. Yeah, but when it comes to podcasts, you're actually getting the real me and, yeah. and my real beliefs and everything. So, yeah, a lot of people don't like it. A lot of companies won't like it. Yeah. But there's there's some that will. Yeah, and that's what I want to do, bro. Like, do you, do you feel like people have some misconceptions about you? Hundred percent, man. Yeah. A lot of people think I'm an asshole. I'm a misogynistic. I yeah. like uh, that. I do you get da- DMs like that? 
not DMs, but the just comments, comments, the comments yeah. on videos. Or, yeah. But it's okay, you know. It's there's always going to be people being negative about what you do, no matter what, if it's good mm-hmm. or bad. Yeah. But good exposure and bad exposure is good exposure at the end of the day. So <laughs> that's how yeah. I see it. Um, what would you say to someone who's uh, who's kind of like in the position you were? Um, I would say maybe in like 2020, you were working that job and you you kind of lost in a way, and you felt like. You just hated going to work. Like, you just weren't in that position where you you felt like you wanted to do something, but you just weren't sure exactly what. Because um, there's a lot of people out there, like, right, out there right now that yeah. feel that. What, what's the advice you would give them right now? I would say, bro, you have two options. Either have a normal life or an extraordinary life. And the extraordinary life is not sunshine and rainbows. It's a lot of hard work, a lot of long nights, a lot of discipline, a lot of not even motivation at this point. It's just work for that goal. You know, you can have a normal life, go to 9 to 5. Do what you're doing. That's cool. You want to live that way? That's cool. But you want to have an extraordinary life? You got to put a lot of things to the side. Be disciplined. Have goals every single day. Accomplish them. Rule of 100. Just work on yourself. Think about the things that you love. You know, what if these people that have a 9 to 5 are good at playing guitar? Why not just start posting reels about playing guitar and singing? You know, you never know where it's going to get you. Mm-hmm. You know? So I would say... Get get a notebook out. Start listing things that you're good at. How can you work them out? Go to the gym. And just life is not bad if you actually work on the things that you love, man. It's just mm-hmm. you just got to do it. Yeah. There's there's a lot of men stuck there, man. I see them. I see them how they're just stuck and, and they're depressed and they're at bars. And I just I feel bad, man. I feel mm-hmm. bad. I wish I could help them out, you know. Yeah. But oh, with my content, with my podcast, out, everything, I, I try to help. Yeah. That's the best I could do. Yeah, exactly, bro. I mean, you're doing your part for sure. What What would you say to someone who, oh yes, who uh, who went through a heartbreak and they're they're trying to pull themselves out of it? Go to the gym, hundred percent. Go to the gym, and if you already went, if you already been to the gym and you still went to a heartbreak, then find something you like, like you like doing. You know, mm-hmm. a little hobby. Now, there's nothing much you could do, man. We're 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 men. We're pretty basic. We get happy happiness out of nothing, you know. So. Any dopamine high, any physical activity that you enjoy, just keep doing it, man. Mm-hmm. It's easy. And heartbreak, it's just a temporary feeling, man. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna you're gonna get over it sooner. Have or you later. experienced it? Yes. Yeah. Like we said before, I, I mm-hmm. lost a great woman in my life, and did I regret it? Yes. Did I cry about it? Maybe. But I didn't stay in that mental state. You know, I didn't get depression get to me. I didn't. I didn't stay sad and and eat my feelings off. I worked out. I mm-hmm. kept going to the gym. I found I found it as motivation and discipline. You know, I feel sad. Let me hit the gym. You know, so yeah, all men out there who's who feel sad and and depressed, stay active, man. Go to the gym. Distract yourself. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone who who uh, who may think like you're misogynistic? <sighs> I am. No, I'm kidding, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. no, of course not. But. You know, look at the bigger picture. L- look at why I say the things that I say. I'm always going to have an explanation for the things that I, I go for, you know. It's, it's, I'm not misogynistic. I love women. I came from a woman, you know, a great woman. I love my mother. So she she told me traditional values, you know. She taught mm-hmm. me how to be a man and how to treat women. And that's, that's where I'm going with. So mm-hmm. I'm not a misogynistic man. 100% I'm not. I just traditional values. There's this type of woman that I love, and I'm I'm gonna respect that woman and give her the best I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I respect that, bro. That's I mean, that's how you could do, bro. Percent, <laughs> bro. Yeah. Uh, you got any questions, Curry? No. Oh yeah. 
Well, cool. that's a uh, very good episode, bro. Yeah, bro. That's episode twenty-two. Actually, uh, my birthday is the twenty-second, so I was December? like, "Oh, that's cool." No, yeah. July, but oh, I'm saying, oh, twenty-second, uh, twenty-two. You know, yeah, that's sick, bro. Hell yeah, twenty-two. Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm hopefully this comes. This might be the first pod of the new year because I got twenty. I still need to release twenty-one, or I still need to release twenty, twenty-one, and then twenty-two. Um, Whoa. But it's it's gonna be worth it though. I need it's, I need to catch up on editing, bro. It's, it's gonna be crazy when you yeah, post it. Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. I'm excited, bro. But I uh, I appreciate you uh, you coming on, bro. Hey, and bro. When you're gonna have me again, yeah. I'm down. You know, I'll, then, I'll be at your trailer park. For I mean, sure. food your truck. trailer park. <laughs> uh, I'll be at that food truck place. I love yeah, it. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I love I appreciate it. it. I like bro. that place. Yeah. And then if you ever want to collab on on your on the vibes podcast, bro, I'm more than happy. I'll have you, I'll have you on for yeah, sure. One hundred percent. Um, definitely check that out. Um, so where, where can people find you on, on IG, on so YouTube? IG is ALX Majestic on IG. Uh, YouTube is Vibes Podcast. And TikTok, ALX Majestic as well. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, man, appreciate you all for tuning in. This is the MVP. Uh, find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, um, and Instagram, of course. But that's Alex Majestic for you, man. There you go, uh, yeah. bro. Appreciate you, bro. See you guys, man. Yes, sir.